Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Remembering the victims. Honoring the survivors. Reflecting on 514. This is a special edition of the 930 and 716 podcast from WBEN. I'm Tim Wenger. As we continue our special podcast series from the WBEN.com newsroom, 514 remembered. I uh, remember that I was always a shopper. I was always a Saturday shopper at Tops. And I remember that day, um, I changed my routine. A longtime resident of the east side of Buffalo, a community leader, a columnist, looks back on that horrible day and tells WBEN Susan Rose that simple change in routine kept her out of Tops on Jefferson at the time of the attack. Susan sat down with Eva Doyle inside the Frank E. Merriweather Library Branch across the street from Tops, where an auditorium bears her name. And I decided, instead of going to Tops, I had some clothes in a very popular cleaners, Hobson's Cleaners, and they had been there a, while, a long time. And so I said, let me go get my clothes out before uh, I lose them. And I was in the driveway. And all of a sudden, my phone started ringing and ringing, and it was my children. And they asked me a question. They, they all called me Ma. They said, Ma, where are you? I said, I'm in the driveway of the cleaners. And they, and they said, did you hear there was a shooting at Tops? I said, a shooting? I was shocked. Oh, what do you mean there was a shooting? I thought maybe one person or, you know. And, and they said, no, a lot of people got killed. And they were so concerned. Now, you, I, I think I missed that, Susan, by about two and a half hours. And, but I'm not the only one. Because a lot of people were saying, I was going to go to Tops to pick up a cake or some vegetables or something for dinner. Uh, I was going to run out and out. So a lot of people, that could have happened to any one of us. 
that's that's that was the scariest thing. And I have never forgotten that time and that moment. But something else that happened actually a few months before that. The last day of Black History Month, which was February 28th, um, I had a book signing there. It was her story because they had never had a, a person have a book signing there. And when I had that book signing, it was a wintry day and, the, and there were crowds of people waiting in line, black and white. And I was signing books, you know, I wasn't, I was talking to this one and that. So later on, when I heard the police and the authorities talking about the shooter, they were saying that he had been to the east side, he had been, I guess, sizing things up, uh, looking around, and I, and I, th I said to myself, and I don't have proof of this, Susan, was he in Tops when I was in there signing the books? And this is a book on black history now. And that kind of disturbed me as well. And um, I only live about 10 minutes ride from Tops. And you know, I could have gone anywhere to shop. I have transportation, I have the resources, I could go anywhere and shop, but I supported Tops because it was the, our only supermarket, and, and I wanted to make sure that it stayed in this community for the people who needed, a lot of people walk to Tops, a lot of seniors and so forth. So that's why I continued to shop at Tops. And when I heard about that, uh, and, and, and this week especially, I've been really thinking about what happened and especially a few days ago when we had this here mass shooting in Texas. It, it brought it all back. It brought all their memories back. When you're talking about this, though, I remember you told me a year ago mm -hmm. it wasn't just a supermarket. This yes. was a yes. beloved it supermarket. Was, that's the word I use, Susan. You've got a good memory. It was a beloved supermarket in the heart of the black community. And so it was, So when you went in there, you saw a lot of people you knew. You saw the neighbors. You had a conversation with people. You got to know the people who worked in there. And I would be on one side of the uh, aisle, maybe in line, and somebody would say, hey, how are you doing? They call me Mother Dora, by the way. That's the, even the mayor calls me Mother Dora. They would say, hello, Mother Dora, how are you doing? So it, 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 the, the supermarket meant and still does mean a lot in this community. Well, that's what I was wondering. Yes. It's a new tops. Yes. Does it mean as much to you as the old tops? Well, you know, I'll tell you this. I went to the press conference when they were opening up tops after the shooting. Matter of fact, I hesitated about going. I didn't know if I wanted to go or not. But then I said to myself, I have to go because I'm, I happen to be a member of the media and a lot of people read my columns. I need, I need to write the story. So I went and when, I, when, when, when the media went inside, I hesitated. I, I stood by the, by the door for a while, and then I went in. And, um, and, and so they gave people a tour, and I noticed it was some improvements in the store. There was better lighting in the store. There were more, more options. Uh, there were more, um, um, you know, um, vegetables and fruits and things like that. And um, the store seemed to be cleaner. So I noticed that right away. 
But I still didn't go all the way into the store because I was still thinking about what happened there. But there was a water, um, if you go in the store, you make a left turn, there is a, um, uh, a waterfall. It's, it's like a, ma a monument with a waterfall. And, and, and it was the poem, Healing Waters, really struck me. It was a poem written by um, Jillian Hainsworth, who is the Poet Laureate of Buffalo. And it was a beautiful poem, uh, you know. And it, it has a, with the water coming down, it was a very calming effect. So um, then I had to make a decision. Am I going to continue to go here? And I decided, yes, I'm going to continue to go. This is our supermarket. It's the only one in the in the heart of the African American community, and I want to make sure that it stays here. I'm going to do my part financially to make sure it stays here. And I know a lot of people, if, even to this day, they don't feel comfortable going and shopping at Tops. Uh, and sometimes when I go in there, I have to make this confession. I'm always looking around me to be aware of my surroundings. I don't take anything for granted. Uh, and I hate to say this, but I'm looking to see where are the exits <laughs> in case something happens. I mean, I mean, you know, this is a sign of the times now. And I think everybody now with all these shootings and all these massacres, when they go in a store or a theater, I think it's on, on their mind. The people in the Jefferson Avenue community are close. They know one another, they see one another at Tops, among other community gathering spots, and Doyle knew many of the victims and their stories. I get angry, and I say to myself, how dare this white supremacist racist come into our community, community and disrupt our community? and have this impact on us and take away 10 of our citizens and injured three of them. And whenever I write about it, and I write about it often in my column, and I always say, he took the best of us. Because if you read about all of these people, they were good people. They were leaders in their own right. They were people of faith. They were elders. They were people who made contributions to our, our community all of the time. And how dare he come in and take the lives of these people? So that, that part, make, make, it still makes me angry when I think about it. But, you know, and I know some people don't feel comfortable going into tops, and I understand that. Uh, you know, I was reading the article in the Buffalo News Sunday. And, um, and there were a couple people, and even on the interviews, some of the family members don't feel comfortable. Now, I didn't know all of the victims um, personally. I knew a few. Uh, I would always see Aaron Salter, the guard, when I would go in tops, he would step out, and he always welcomed people. He had a nice way about himself, but I didn't know him personally. But I knew Catherine Massey. We called her cat in the community. 
Catherine was a fellow um, journalist. She wrote a lot about things that were going on in our community. She always wrote about the illegal guns that were coming into the black community and causing havoc. And the last time I saw her, there was a big meeting uh, on not too far from here um, on Jefferson near Genesee, and they, they had an anti-violence meeting. And I, we got out of the cart together and we walked to the park and there were about 200 people there. There were um, uh, lo local leaders, there were um, uh, some of our congressional people were there. And uh, Mr. Neil Dobbins, who was the president of the um, um, Most Valuable Parents, he, he has passed away, says, and he was there. And everybody was talking about something needs to be done about these illegal guns coming into the black community because we have these daily shootings. This is before the Tops massacre. And so um, now the park has been named in her honor and there's a big sign that says Catherine Cat uh, Massing Way. Um, and um, I'm glad they did that because her voice is certainly missed. She not only talked about the, the violence and the guns, but she also talked about um, the education and improving our education for our children on the east side of Buffalo. When you think about this anniversary, yes. Where's the pain right now? Where, what's the level of pain, do you think, a year later? I think there's still pain. I think people in their own way are still grieving. Um, you know, uh, and there are a couple people who may have a problem with this whole anniversary. Some even question she would even have all these things going on. Um, you know, um, so, and when people pass by there, I know for the first um, several months when I, because I come down Jefferson all the time, I would never come down Jefferson and pass tops without pausing and looking in that direction and thinking about what happened there. And, and even now, um, uh, when I look at some of the pictures, I, I get a little emotional. And I think people are um, still thinking about that. I don't know whether we'll ever be the same in our community. In all the communities across the country where this has happened, I don't think people will ever be the same. But I know at one point we have to move on and we have to come together and do some things to improve our community because we do need to do that. So I think that's very important. As you pointed out a, a few minutes ago, this was a white supremacist yes. in a hate-filled, yes. racist attack, an intentional, deliberate attack yes. at this beloved grocery store. Yes. What is the state of race relations now? Do you think it's coming together I mean, or going further locally apart Lo locally, right here? Well, you know, one of the things I saw, um, um, and even today, I see people from other communities coming on the east side doing whatever they can do. I see people setting up, um, you know, tents, passing out food. Um, I think people, I think people in other communities, and I'm specifically talking about the white community, 
are realizing that um, there's some things that need to be done here to improve the east side of Buffalo. And you know, that's, a, that's another thing. We have a problem with the name. <laughs> some people don't like East Buffalo. You know, what do you prefer? East side, because I grew up on the east side of Buffalo. I'm, I'm familiar with that. So we, some people reject that. But at the same time, we have, there are good people that live on the east side of Buffalo. Now, how to remember, how to mark this horrible moment in history, Eva Doyle with thoughts now on the importance of a 514 memorial. What is your idea of a permanent memorial for the victims? You know, I've been, I've been thinking about that. I know that our mayor, Mayor Brown, uh, has a committee that's working on that. As the committee is um, composed of community members, the family, some of the family members, uh, and some people he has selected. So I really, at this point, uh, and now there's a mural over there. If you go in the, in the Tops parking lot and you look across the street, there is a, a real nice mural there. Um, but uh, I think we need something more. I, I, I hope they do it soon. Um, I was kind of hoping that they would have something at this anniversary, the first year anniversary. But I know things like they take time. I know there's funding involved. And, um, and people have to have discussions and so forth. But I don't want them to wait too long. I think we need to have that as, as, as soon as we can so that we never forget and we remember what happened on Jefferson Avenue on May 14, 2022. And, and I'll tell you another thing that bothered me when I was listen, listening to the police officials. I might have told you this when I did the interview uh, with you last year. I found out that this, this uh, white supremacist killer had a manifesto now, my grand, I have seven grandchildren. They're all grown. But they had went online. I guess they had read some of it. And they called me and, and they said, do you realize that your street was listed in that manifesto? Not only my street, I found out later, some of the other streets that um, were two or three blocks from my street were also listed because I think he he had in his mind if if he had gotten away from this and not been caught to come down Jefferson and go down Broadway and down those streets and continue to to shoot and kill people simply because of the color of their skin and you know Susan I sit in my porch a lot. And I, I'm out there, uh, you know, and with my flowers and all that. I don't want to sit on my porch and wonder who's coming down the street with a, uh, uh, a gun or a rifle or whatever to shoot me because of the color of my skin. That really, really bothered me. Bothered me. But I'll tell you this, I'm not going to not sit on my porch. You're not I'm, going to live in fear. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm sorry. On our next episode... 
what has come out of this? Where are we one year later? And I think one thing that I see that is really powerful in this city is the coming together. Um, We have to all come together and address this as a community. Everyone has a voice at the table. WBEN's Randy Bushover gathers a group in addressing the needs of the community in the aftermath of the 514 agony. From the WBEN.com newsroom, this is a special 930 and 716 podcast series, Remembering 514. time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.